0: cool <laughs> yep even easier than that and with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts is it even a decision that's banking reimagined what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com slash bank for details capital one and a member fdic
1: this episode is sponsored by better help so Trav, i actually have used better help in the past and it was a really really great experience i loved my therapist he gave me a lot of great tools that i still use to this day you know Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. Good news is, therapy does work. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be, really. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and you would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with
0: stress. Whatever it is you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better, because you deserve to be happy.
1: It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And we've got a special offer for No Filler listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash No Filler. That's
0: BetterHelp.com slash No Filler. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And welcome back to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often-overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis, i got my brother Quentin with me, of course, and, uh, man, this episode, Q, is a long time coming. Man, I'm freaking stoked,
1: dude, really. Like, just that intro clip got me pumped, man. I'm
0: stoked that you're stoked. <laughs> because this is hands down one of my favorite records um, that i've that I've stumbled upon over the last decade. And this band, I think is one of the one of the best rock acts to come out in a minute. you know what I mean just in in general, you know what I mean not not trying to put the like not trying to to limit it to any like one genre, just hands down one of the best rock bands to come out in the last decade. I'm I'm pretty confident in saying that, and um, as you could you could tell from that intro clip, which was uh, I, I believe perhaps the only single on the record called "Cool in Motion," uh, you know they basically have that '90s era alt rock sound perfected, right?
1: Yeah, and they're sprinkling in quite a few other rock genres, you know, into the, into the mix, which is amazing
0: and they're doing it so well yeah they're doing it they're doing it um, like just perfectly and I'm going to read a quote here that, that describes even better So this is a quote from the Houston press they said 20 years ago there was a time when fuzz infused rock seemed to be everywhere and you couldn't really escape it in today's crowded music climate the bands that are making distorted guitar rock are few and far between but the ones who are making it, Are doing it better than many who came before them. And I would agree with that, dude. That's the thing about this group, right? Is that they're doing it better than some of the bands in the 90s were doing it, right? And like, that's to me how it has to be. If you're gonna, if you're gonna try to, to revive, you know, a beloved rock genre like grunge or shoegaze, you better do it even better put put your own stamp on it you know what i mean that's what these guys do really well oh and that's something that we talk about a lot too
1: and like a critique we have of you know a lot of like psychedelic rock bands or yeah throwback 90s sounding you know grunge alt rock kind of bands that are coming out now a lot of times it kind of feels like kind of like they're cheating almost like it's like it's a knockoff Uh, Like nothing
0: new, you know? To cheap imitation or whatever. Yeah. 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 All right. So I don't think I've mentioned the record that we're doing today, but we're talking about... uh, Shit, have I even said the name of the band, dude? I may have just been so stuck. I don't remember, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you did a proper intro, but maybe not. (laughs) We're talking about a band called Narrowhead today. And they are from Houston, which is cool because they're, you know, from... At least from my neck of the woods, Q, from from I our mean, birth state. Yeah, our birth state. You know what I mean? I know you're used. no longer a, a Texan. You did the yeah. smart thing and you left a few years back. You know what I mean, uh, dude? It's been uh, eight years, if you can believe it. Yeah, good, good, good on you, dude. Because <laughs> here, here I am, you know, melting in the freaking sweatin', heat, sweating bullets. Yeah, and I'm sitting here with with I'm sitting here with no central AC. Every single day this week, over a hundred. Where the high, the highest it gets is like 106 degrees.
1: That's not right, dude. The, the highest it gets up here is mid 70s. We had one day, yeah. I think last week, that was that that's maybe great. touched 90.
0: But that's that's so great
1: for you. Dude. <laughs> I'm jealous. It's dude. It's perfect right now up here. Yeah, you yeah, Just time. keep going, dude. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. One day I might be a neighbor of you. We may we may do Please, it. You have to come up here. Come up here, man. Yeah. All right. Come so, be, like I said, be
1: close to your nephew, dude.
0: That would you're soon to be. Nephew. That's right. That's right. It's about yeah. to make his debut TikTok, um, not the social media app. Not all right. The, yeah. We're all over the map here, dude. Let's get back <laughs> on track here. We're talking about Narrowhead, and like I said, they were they were formed in, in Houston. And they've actually been in the, in the biz for a little bit, dude. They've okay. been active since 2013. Well, you
1: know, what? scratch everything that I said earlier. <laughs> I was under well, the impression that these guys just kind of, you know, formed
0: this group not that long ago and then dropped this album in 2020. No, no, no. Satisfaction came out in 2016. Don't let Spotify fool oh, you. Oh, God it, Spotify. It, it was Spotify. re-released um, when they joined Run for Cover Records. Okay. Um, when they came out with 12th, 12th House Rock. Well, even uh, still, yeah, I
1: didn't realize they were together since since 2013.
0: So Yeah. So they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. So this record was self-released back in 2016. It's called Satisfaction. And I, I think this is kind of what, what, you know, kind of got them some attention. You know what I mean? Uh, and for obvious reasons. So the lineup has actually changed since this record came out. So I wanted to make sure I, I gave proper credit to the to the musicians here um, because the lineup today is different. And I also wanted to make sure I called this out correctly because right now, the current iteration of the band, they have three guitar players, right? Which is pretty key to, to, to getting that noise, rock, shoegaze, wall of sound type type vibe, right? But right. this record in particular, only two guitar players. But let me name the roster here. Jacob Duarte is the lead singer and guitar player, and Carson Wilcox is the drummer. And they're sort of like kind of the mainstays of the band. And for this record, they also had Ryan Hughes on guitar and backing vocals, and Ryan Seelig on bass. So those two members are no longer no longer there. But That's who is making up the band for this particular record. So, Q, you have listened to this, but it's been maybe a year or two since you you gave it a full listen. Maybe longer than that. Okay. But I loved it. Yeah. Well, you're in for treats, man. Um, And if you're out there and you've never heard of these guys, number one, that means you you don't listen to this show. Because we've been, (laughs) ever since I stumbled upon this record, they've kind of made their way. Uh, into either what you heard episodes or year end best ofs. Uh, in fact, they were on our very last what you heard episode because uh, they they put out a new single called Twin. Right,
1: right they were the intro back. song.
0: Right, yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, when I stumbled upon this record, I brought a song called "Feels Like Sand" to the what you heard for for that week. I, I don't remember if this was this was probably back when we were doing just one. Song a week, right? Probably. For what you're yeah. Heard. So anyway, I'm gonna kick us off with that song, um, and I I gotta tell you, man, this is I I can listen I can listen to this song on repeat, like I have been the last few days prepping for this episode, and there's just something about it, man. And I think it it's a good introduction to the band, I think, um, and kind of their sound at the time. Their sound has changed a little bit since this record so if you listen to some of their near stuff or if you listen to 12th house rock which is their last record um their sound has evolved uh but, but we're, we're focusing on, on on this record here and, and what i like about it is um uh it, you know like i said self-produced right they, they, they self-released or at least i should say so i think there's a little bit of a um i think that contributes to the sound like the 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 diy sound the lo-fi sound a little bit yeah i'm sure it does but yeah Shoegaze is one of those sounds that gets kind of attributed to them quite a bit. One of the genres that gets attributed to them. And I think it could be because of the way this record sounds. There's a lot of, there's a lot of reverb. There's a lot of wall of sound type things that you, that you might associate with shoegaze, but they're certainly not a traditional shoegaze band. So l- let's just, let's just jump right in here, dude. And um, yeah, like I said, I think this is my favorite song on the record. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming with the goods right out the gate here. But here we go. This song is called Feels Like Sand. I think what always stands out to me on this song man is the delivery of that vocal is sort of like this wailing kind of sound i guess i always feel like that that comes off as a as a knock on it but it's not like it's no that, no i i got i get what you're
1: saying you know what and i'm saying along with the uh harmonizing too yeah and the harmonizer is great there's even yeah. a bit it seems like there's a bit more reverb on the on the backing vocals too
0: yeah and it just it just sort of swallows you, man.
1: Yeah. And this, um, listening to this now, you know, with my headphones and everything, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the sound of the uh, White Knuckles on Turned Wheels album Ooh, from Ethan drill And I think that's always something that I I that, that added to why that album, you know, is a mainstay for me it's because it's very it. I think it was probably self-produced as well. I don't remember off the top of my head, but like it's, you know, it, it's, it sounds the the recording is DIY enough sounding, but like the way that they have reverb and how they recorded their vocals and their guitar and everything like lended itself to the sound of the record. And I think it's the same for, for this record as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it, you know, it doesn't come off as, as like studio quality highly produced but that's that's what makes it sound so great in my opinion that's what contributes to the fuzzy grungy sound you know it helps you know what i mean like it it actually helps quite a bit and and you know it just it's all it's all packaged up in in a way that that just just works man on every every level totally and I obviously, I played the whole song there because I feel like you, you have to hear that whole song um, to really understand and appreciate how perfect it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I want to say Cool in Motion I brought as – okay, one one year we did a, a year-end episode where we did our favorite discoveries of the year. Dude, that? that's
1: what led to us deciding to do Watch Your Herds once a month as a full-length episode.
0: Yeah, because we like the format. It was that so format, much. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I brought Cool in Motion as my like one of my favorite discoveries of the year just to represent this band on that episode. Yeah. And so the point I'm trying to make is all the songs that I'm playing from here on out have not been heard on this podcast before. So if your only exposure to Narrowhead is through this show, the rest of the songs, at least from this album – Um, have not been played on this on this show before so new territory for listeners um and probably cute songs that you you may not have heard in years
1: yeah we'll see if any of this sounds familiar to me i'm 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 excited now
0: so yeah q we got five more tracks to play here so strap in and let's let's hit let's let's play some tunes but i wanted to play before we before i kind of dive in and before we sort of assess like their sound right feels like sand You know, has a very aggressive kind of sound, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit heavier. The lyrics are pretty, like, uh, dark, right? Um, This next song shows another side of the band and starts to, you know, you can start to hear some more influences and and other sounds underneath the alt-rock 90s, um, the 90s alt-rock umbrella, right? So here we go. This next track here is called Ashtray. (laughs)
1: fantastic those verses to me sounded just like catherine wheel
0: the vocals are just the the, the, like
2: the the tone of the
1: guitar everything about it i was listening Mm -hmm. to to um what's the blue album cover catherine wheel we just listened to chrome chrome yeah yeah
0: the guitar the guitar sound yeah just the
1: verse and what's cool about it is then like on a dime they just kick you in the face with like heavy heavy distortion for the chorus
0: yeah. Really cool. And his vocals kind of sound, you know, they take on sort of a, uh, like a post-punk, punk for sure.
1: Punk for sure. Uh, I was getting punk on um, that intro song. I can't remember the name of it.
0: Oh yeah. Cool. Cool in Motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And
1: definitely. I remember that was one of the things that I texted you about after, after listening to this album, however many years ago that was. Uh-huh. I remember that was a thing that I, I picked up on, like almost the, the pop punk kind of stuff is there too. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's, Here's the thing about that, dude. Uh, So, the lead singer, his father, uh, his father and his uncle, Steve and Rudy Dorte, were members of a 90s emo pop punk band from Houston called The Tie That Binds. So, like, it's in his blood, dude. Like, he he grew up listening to this stuff. So, uh, I'm reading from an interview here. So, uh, because Dorte was fed his father's musical taste at a young age, one of the earliest musical pillars in his life was Blink One Eighty Two, mm-hmm. which that's dude. That's one of our earliest musical pillars, right?
1: That's the first drummer that I tried to emulate and learn. Yeah, right. To play like,
0: but that's yeah. one of the first bands that we sort of like clung on to and said like, oh, this is you know, like this is our band. You know, it was Enema of the State. Yeah, Enema of the State. Yeah, man. So it's possible, dude, that Jacob is around the same Very age. Very close us. to. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um. And that was what ninety nine,
1: Anima of the state.
0: I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yep. So, yeah. It, it, and that's that's kind of the beauty of 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 this because it all it all gets thrown into this sound that they have right, and yeah. that's what's that's why to me, if you're if you're going to be a band that 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 brings back this sound, you have now you know three decades of of rock. To incorporate into that sound, you know what I mean. That, that's that's why I think the bands that do it well are able to to sprinkle in all these other influences that that weren't there at the time. Yeah, when grunge hit, you know, and when shoegaze was taken off. Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Like
1: that's that's the cool thing about it too is that, and I'm going to quote. I think it was NME. I ended up using it in the title for uh last week's episode on band of susans but Mm -hmm. like the 90s was when rock really became like truly liberated you know and free flowing so you've got 30 uh, yeah you've got 30 years of of rock post liberation you know rock rock
0: uh, yeah yeah totally yeah all right let's jump to the next track here this is a slightly more i guess upbeat song than ashtray and feels like sand so here's just another another um side to this coin i guess another flavor that narrowhead uh put put into this record so this song is called nancy france
1: and his voice a lot of times is very emo.
0: Yeah. And um and and obviously like, you know, Blink was 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 pop punk, but I mean, it's probably safe to say that he was probably listening to to some of those other 2000s era emo bands, you know, the ones that we liked Yeah, that we never associated with with emo, yeah. um, but were emo bands, you know, all the same or whatever. Right. But um <laughs> yeah, we we were we just weren't. We didn't know. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because we were very, very like we had emo was very much in one, one particular sound I associated with emo. It was you know?
1: more hardcore emo, I think, is what we yeah. thought that was the genre. Right.
0: The, we the did screen, not
1: the screamo kind of stuff. It's
0: it's so funny, but we didn't realize that Jimmy World was an emo band, right? And they were an emo band that came that came from second wave into third wave, right?
1: Right. Anyway,
0: um, so let me read this quote here from Jacob. He was interviewed by. Decibel magazine, back in 2020, the article was titled "Miss '90s Alt Metal, Then Get to Know Narrowhead," so that's interesting. Alt metal, um, and this was for, this was you know they were doing making making the rounds in the press for 12th House Rock, and my guess is that alt metal you could certainly use to describe Hard to Swallow, which is one of the singles, um, but I would say 12th House Rock goes goes more in the direction of uh, like the Smashing Pumpkins sound of of shoegaze and like you know alt rock and more of the pop punk type stuff.
1: Yeah, I remember thinking that too with the single that you brought on our last what you heard that it, it was a, a bit on the Smashing Pumpkins side.
0: Yeah, psychedelic a little bit of the psychedelic sort of grunge sound. of, yeah. of Smashing. Right, so here right. you go. Speaking of Smashing Pumpkins, here's a quote from that interview. This is the interviewer a lot of heavy shoegaze bands worship at the altar of smashing pumpkins i like that you bring Norse rock and occasionally even industrial sounding drum machines into the mix and then jacob says i try to do it all man i try to smash everything i like into one ball of rock i love smashing pumpkins deftones helmet guided by voices i like to just throw it all in there and turn it into our own it's easy to rip off a song but it's even easier to be inspired by a song and come up with your own shit.
1: Nice. I like that.
0: Yeah. and Now to listen to this. Sometimes my favorite songs that I write, I'm like, oh, this kind of sounds sicker than a Smashing Pumpkin song I was trying to rip off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because he's acknowledging like, yeah, obviously I'm pulling from my, my influences here. Yeah. But what I end up with sounds even better. You know what I mean? Now that's the right attitude to have, and that's that's what makes their that's what makes Narrowhead so great. They're not ripping off the the band. They're just they're or rip, They're not ripping off the '90s sound. They're just they just picked up where it left off. You know what I mean? They're just continuing it. Yeah, and that that's to me what makes what what makes me excited about this sort of resurgence of uh, the '90s grunge and shoegaze sound, post rock, you know, noise rock sound, like. It's not only is it back, like it is it's been it's almost like it's been revitalized, yeah, 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 um, and this was the first band that i that I really stumbled upon that that i I heard it and it was like you know th- these guys are doing it right, it sort of led me down a rabbit hole of other bands under the same umbrella, and that's you know ever since then i've been I've been sort of like just amazed by by uh, by this sort of iteration of the sound, dude, it's back man, and we've talked about how Shoegaze has kind of never left, right. But now we're starting to go back toward the the heavier side. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the grunge side. All right. Speaking of heavier side, man, what a perfect – I just teed that up perfectly for me, dude. Beautiful. Because this next song is – is, dude, let me just tell you this. Pay attention to the drums, dude, which I know you always do. But the drummer is amazing. He's, he's – uh, uh, like I was saying earlier, he's one of the founding members – Carson Wilcox, dude, he's a phenomenal drummer. And this song really showcases that. So, here you go. This song is called Paranoid Hands. Right, we're going to pick back up and play the next part of the song, but I just wanted to pause before uh, the amazing solo happens. Q.
1: Great drum beat, man. Awesome, awesome drum beat. Yeah.
0: So, another thing that um, to me, I am always reminded of the bass player from Alice in Chains, or at least Dirt era Alice in Chains. Um, and I, I, gotta, I have to assume that the bass player for this record uh, his name is Ryan Seelig had to have been a huge Alice in Chains fan i mean i just especially to, you'll hear it in our outro song but yeah i'm reminded of Allison chains quite a bit in some of the stuff on this record and that's what i that's what i fucking love dude is that they're they're pulling in that more aggressive heavier the heavier side of grunge you know what i mean
1: yeah it is cool how they how they pair it with 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 the more, like I said earlier, like the Catherine wheel side of, of things. Yeah. You know, where it's, it's not the more like, or, or pale saints, you know, one of the other bands we covered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's really cool how they, how they mesh
0: those two sides of, of alt rock and, and grunge. Yeah. And kind of like from, from that quote that I read from him, yeah. You know, what he's doing, like you he, like he say, just, he throws it all in there, dude. Yeah, it blends it all up real nice. They do it better than better than any man, better than any, really. Let me pick up where we left off here because I want you guys to hear uh, this amazing uh, sort of transition into this guitar solo here. So let me pick up, let me rewind it back a little bit here, and then uh, we're going to play the, the rest of the song out. So again, this is uh, the song is called "Paranoid Hands." Solo kind of shining a little bit
1: there, yeah. yeah. Well, when you faded it out at that point, like it sounded almost like one of them had their unplugged guitar miked. Like you could hear the strumming of uh, of mm-hmm. the of the yeah the strings chords of the strings, but like without any
0: amplification of it. Was I making yeah, that up, sure. dude? Yeah, you know yeah no, talking? no, no. No, I know yeah, exactly. What I mean. That yeah, was that, really cool. Yeah, you can hear that sound on on a lot of different. That's just kind of the yeah, like you said, it's all about the mic placement and stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, here's the thing. This is why I struggle to, to 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 describe. Um, you know, because I'm always I'm always thinking, what does that remind me of? Like who, who does that solo remind me of? Because like when you listen to this record, you're hearing all of your favorite '90s alt rock and grunge songs. Like, like you're hearing bits and pieces of it, so well executed that like it's like i'm hearing a song from my childhood <laughs> you know what i mean but it's a when new, i listen but it's record.
1: a new song that you've never heard yeah, yeah.
0: so like my brain is like I- i've heard that before you know yeah. what i mean yeah there's but so many artists it.
1: that just kind of pop up into my head while we're listening to this
0: yeah it, it's all being smashed into one ball of rock as jacob says you know yeah and so it's, it's hard impressive. to kind of place it but it's but it's but that's that's why at some point you gotta just step back and say, This is this is narrowhead sound. You just you know say, I mean? Yeah,
1: who cares? Who
0: you know, who it reminds you of It is, yeah, it's yeah. so uniquely narrowhead. This is yeah, this is narrowhead. Or at least this is what they sounded like twenty sixteen. You know, it's funny, he actually there's a quote from him um when talking about when they were on that press tour for Twelfth House Rock, he was basically saying to their fans like, um, if you liked our old sound, just give up now. <laughs> That's basically what he said. <laughs> now, in my opinion, I think Twelve Thousand Rock is a great evolution of the sound. You know what I mean? So I'm not disappointed. Yeah. But what you, the sound you hear on Satisfaction, you don't hear it again because they've changed. And you know, we've talked about this too. Bands change. Bands, Bands change.
1: And, and and they should. They should never feel stuck.
0: You yeah. know. Plus there's new there's there's, you know, three other guys, three three other members in there that are different. It would be weird if they didn't sound different. different. Especially as that, you know, with that being the case. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna jump to another great track here. This song is called Uncover.
1: I, know, right? I don't have anything else to say about it, you know? <laughs>
0: it's just perfect. It, it's perfect. You know? It's perfect. Yeah. So good. Um totally that bridge, man. Um that was again, like maybe 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 a little bit of that alt metal like corn bass line or something like that. But definitely okay. Allison Chains. Allison Jane's bass, but drums, I feel like he was totally channeling Grohl, right? Nirvana. Ooh. Big time.
1: Okay. Maybe I, I guess I just wasn't paying enough attention, but yeah, dude, talk about like the, one of the fathers of, of that style of drumming. Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, totally. he put his fingerprint on that in that in the genre, you know,
0: so early on. Yeah, definitely. And then every other band started doing it. Yeah. Again, man, his vocals, I can't get enough of it. Love his vocals. I mean, what more can we say, dude? I got one more track. And I wanted to end with a little bit more of a, you know, just to show the other side of them. Cause I feel like back to back paranoid hands and uncover were a little bit on their, the darker side of, of their sound. But um, yeah, I wanted to, wanted to end it on a higher note here. So I got one more track, but I think this is, this, exp- this does a good job explaining it here. So this is a interview from the Dallas observer again, likely in 2020. They were all over the map. Run for cover definitely like pushed these guys out there, and you know because they signed Run for Cover when they were doing um, a Twelve Thousand Rock and uh, Dallas Observer. Yeah, here's what they said: Houston via Dallas band Narrowhead is often classified as shoegaze, but as the band's guitarist, vocalist, and only original member, Jacob Duarte puts it, "I don't even think I like shoegaze." He elaborates. I like my bloody Valentine, slow dive, chapter house, all the main stuff, but when it gets too on the nose, it's like I need aggressiveness, and is that not the perfect that
1: description? The I narrative? totally understand that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, this this is a random quote that just popped into my head, but that reminds me of what I think it was. Erland Oya, of Kings of Convenience said about their sound and that quiet is the new loud sound Mm -hmm. you know they started writing songs like that because they wanted to hear more of it they wanted to hear music like that and that's exactly what he's saying here
0: yeah and I bet you that has a lot to do with the surge of grunge and and post-rock inspired bands right now it's like there's just not enough of it even though as we've shown there's so much of it out there so much great stuff from the 90s that right. is relatively obscure and stuff like that. But, you know,
1: it's funny. A lot of the bands that we've covered so far, you know, maybe they reunited and dropped another
0: record. Oh, like Hom? Yeah.
1: Yeah, or or they, you know, had a 10-year stint and then now they're done. There's, there's no more. Like a lot of those yeah. bands, yeah, they're not still putting out music. And if they did or if they are still, you know, you you'd expect them to have evolved so much that it's nothing like what they were putting out in the 90s. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. We want more of it. Yeah. Well, here we go. One more quote from the press here. This is from the same Dallas Observer article. It says here, Before shoegaze, like other genre labels, was coined by music journalists, the noisy, feedback-heavy styles of guitarists, such as My Bloody Valentine's Kevin Shields, were commonly classified as noise rock and then... He goes on to say, the buzzword became even more widespread in the 2000s as bands like Silver Sun Pickups and School of Seven Bells led its revival, and naturally, hundreds of derivative bands followed without their own distinctive twist on the genre. Now, that's important, right? So, let me finish this out. This is perfect. This is perfect, dude. I'm going to put a bow on it. The article goes on to say, Narrowhead formed in Dallas in 2013 as a reaction against this tendency... And it was Dorte's way of bringing punch back into the genre. Along with a handful of other bands, Narrowhead is one of the decades earliest to experiment with the infusion of shoegaze with punk and post-hardcore. Nice. That's it. That's it. And that's exactly what he's talking about. Like he needs some aggressiveness, right? Yeah. And as this guy put it, bringing punch back to the genre. So like infusing it with some elements of punk and post-hardcore to make it you know, a distinct twist on the genre, you know, as kinda of like this guy was saying that wasn't happening for, you know, decades, you know. Yeah. That's it. All right. Man. Here we go. We're gonna close this out. My mouse isn't working all of a sudden. Here it is. Connection lost. Now it's connected again. Here we go. Apple, you know. What do you can't can't started, with dude. Can't started. live without him. Oh, I live without right. it just fine. <laughs> I know you do. All right. This song is the last track on the record And it is called, See You Around.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like you were saying earlier, It there's so many parts of that song. You'll pick it up in a guitar riff and then a bass line and then, you know, the melody and in his, and his lyrics that just feel nostalgic, you know?
0: Yeah, that, that's the funny For thing. There's so it's like many I...
1: different aspects of it and each, yeah. each piece is a different you know, style
0: of of, yeah, it, of that rock yeah. from the 90s. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's great. And the funny thing is like, when I listen to 90s music, certain songs will take me right back to... Oh, yeah, dude. Being a kid. Very impressive. Listening You're to this age. music, listening to this music gives me the same feeling of nostalgia, yeah. which is something, you know, because I didn't experience these songs as a kid. So like, how can I have nostalgia tied to it? But that's because... Like I was saying earlier, it's like, where have I heard that before? You know, like I've heard this before, man. It's hypnagogic grunge, dude. <laughs> yeah, hypnagogic rock. Hypnagogic for rock. Sure. Yeah, because we, we used to say that about when you listen to Tycho, some of his earlier stuff. Yeah. It's like, man, I feel like I'm having a, a wave of nostalgia hit me right now. And that's you know? that
1: hypnagogic pop that has been thrown yeah. on Tycho and a lot of bands that, that, yeah, like washed out, I guess could be
0: another one that, or the children. Uh-huh sound or even you know there's a lot of people out there you all know this about me if you've been listening for a while i love video game soundtracks yeah and I a do. lot of indie band or uh, indie bands that's just like those two words always come out of my mouth indie games um you know if you're making like a old old school platformer you know that's that kind of has that like a side style yeah you might have a uh, a chiptune artist musician yeah make your soundtrack and then it totally sounds like like a you know genesis game or something like that right right but anyway um yeah so like with the with this song you can totally hear you know the influence of you know those those bands that were fed to him from his from his father right the emo stuff um and the and the pop punk kind of stuff like blink 22 like his vocals almost kind of sounded a little bit like maybe a mashup of tom and mark a little bit yeah dude
1: and to, and yeah and and Mark or not, dude. I always get them mixed up. I know you do too. And it like my brain figures out which one I'm thinking. I'm trying to to talk yeah. about after the wrong after name comes Artie's out of my mouth. Said, yeah, but <laughs> Tom would right. do that a lot. You like the the uh-huh. you know you're trying to describe the sound like wailing or however you know yeah. where it kind of undulates right. in yep. like tone. Yep. Yeah, Tom. That's that Tom through and through.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyway, that was it. Um, I mean, th- this is a record that, I, I don't have to say this, but I will. Like, obviously, you got to go and listen to it right now, right? It's just, dude, it's fu- it's pitch perfect from track one to track 11. Like, it is perfect. Um, and 12th House Rock is amazing. We could do an episode on that record. Maybe we will someday. And hopefully, maybe they're working on new material. I mean, obviously, they came out with Twin. Is yeah. more to come? Oh, I bet maybe there this is. is a, maybe this is a single for a larger collection of songs, maybe just a little EP. I'll take a four track EP. You know? Sure, man. I'll take whatever you got. Whatever you got. So that was Narrowhead. That was their twenty sixteen record, satisfaction. Go listen to that record if you haven't already. I will be revisiting it, dude, for sure. I'm telling you, man, it feels like sand gives me gives me fucking chills every time I hear it, dude. With the right headphones or at least the right volume. Like this is a record you got to listen to on blast, right? I should have said that earlier, yeah, in the episode. But crank it, um, and I think that's what's that's what's really interesting about this record is, and I and this is probably why they got the shoegaze sound attributed to them is because the reverb that they had on the guitars plus the fuzz makes it have that wall of sound like impact, and feels like sand. Certainly has that that vibe to it where it's just like an onslaught of noise, you know. Oh, yeah. But, you know, in the best way possible, obviously. All right. So that was that. Had to get that out of our system eventually did, doing an episode on Narrowhead. And we picked a good time for it. Maybe, maybe the reason we weren't doing it is because we were doing our batch of electronic episodes or something like that back in the day. But this is the perfect time to talk about Arrowhead because they are – they pick up the baton where all those bands that we've been talking about this year where they dropped it off back in the 90s or whatever, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, they are they, doing they it didn't... better. They're doing it better than some of these other bands. I'm Absolutely, saying, dude. Hands down. Yeah, they picked up the torch. Yeah. So uh, I feel like we're we're kind of doing a one eighty next week, um, but it's a one eighty within sort of the same realm. No, it's a one eighty. We're going to talk about a band called Pink Shiny Ultra Blast. and I am super st- another another record dude that I'm stoked to talk about. Uh, but they are more of your traditional shoegaze, like straight up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but they're and, great. and Dream Poppy, mm-hmm. if you want to throw that on there. But, um, they're this great, great, great uh, shoegaze band from Russia, incidentally mm. enough. Uh, so we'll get into that, and that is just that. That's a that's a record, dude. That'll have you floating. I'm ready for it, man. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And, um, yeah, give some love to Narrowhead. Go pick up their records, man. Go purchase their records from Bandcamp. Um, I wonder, let me see, let me see if you can still get satisfaction because I was so disappointed, dude. When I first heard about their record, they, like, I, I was following them on Instagram and they had, like, Hey, uh, you know, we got a few more copies of uh, Satisfaction that we just put back up on Bandcamp. And I went over there and it was sold out like that. Did I remember
1: your disappointment? I'm pretty sure. Like, dude, you could have figured that out. I think you may have, like, found that out while we were recording. I remember you, like, looking into that. Maybe it may have been on record here on No Filler. That's possible, Your disappointment
0: in that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, man. So they did reissue the record. And this is the this is the copy that I picked up, and you can still get it on Bandcamp. So this is a limited edition purple pressing of the record, and it's got a, sort of a new new iteration, or at least a new like colorway of the of the same album art. Right. But uh, and that was another thing, dude. Remember when we first discovered this? We we're trying to tie all these pieces together because like the same color palette. It's used on, like, the remaster of uh, Siamese Dream. Siamese Dream, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is, that can't be a coincidence.
1: Nah, dude. It's or the same three it. colors. Yeah.
0: Anyway. So, yeah. Go pick up some of their music. Go support these guys. They're, they're you know, they're Texas natives. And um, they're amazing. Next week, Pink Shiny Ultra Blast. Uh, in the meantime, reach out to us on Instagram if you want to chat with us find us on there just search for no filler podcast will pop right up and of course you can also find us on the pantheon podcast network that is the home of many great music-centered podcasts including our own music-centered i guess that's the right way to put it let's put it this way if you like our show you will find guaranteed at least one maybe two or three more shows under the umbrella of the podcast of the Pantheon Podcast Network that you will enjoy
2: that's there's guaranteed. dozens
0: and dozens of shows under the under the network and every single one of them is music related so check that out pantheonpodcast.com and uh, yeah that's it what are we out trying with dude almost forgot oh yeah okay so this is this is interesting so like i said they put out a single called Bulma in 2018 and I think I'm going to play the single version of it because they actually re-recorded it and threw it onto 12th House Rock. So it's actually a track on 12th House Rock, but it originally came out in 2018. And I'm going to play the single version of it that came out in 2018 because, you know, this was, uh, I think this was still before they, they, they came on to, to run for cover records. So it's still got that DIY kind of sound to it, right? So here we go. I'm going to outro. We're going to close out with a song called Bulma again by Narrowhead. And next week we're going to talk about Pink Shiny Ultra Blast. And I'm stoked about that, dude. It's going to be great. All right. Well, thank you for listening as always. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. Y'all take care.